Let us celebrate with joy the nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary. For from her arose the Son of Justice, Christ our God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham became the father of Isaac. Isaac, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah became the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez became the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram, the father of Aminadab. Aminadab became the father of Nashon. Nashon, the father of Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Was Rahab. Boaz became the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed became the father of Jesse. Jesse, the father of David, the king. David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon became the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam, the father of Abijah. Abijah, the father of Asaph. Asaph became the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, the father of Joram. Joram, the father of Uzziah. Uzziah became the father of Jotham. Josem, Jotham, the father of Ahaz. Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah became the father of Manasseh. Manasseh, the father of Amos. Amos, the father of Josiah. Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the Babylonian exile. After the Babylonian exile, Jeconiah became the father of Shealtiel. Shealtiel, the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the father of Abiud. Abiud became the father of Eliakim. Eliakim, the father of Azor. Azor, the father of Zadok. Zadok became the father of Akim. Akim, the father of Eliud. Eliud, the father of Eleazar. Eleazar became the father of Mathen. Mathen, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. 
Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm looking for Sarah. Where is she? I will meet you in the front. I understand that it's your birthday today. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Are you excited? Mm-hmm. Are birthdays good things? Yes. And what's the best part of a birthday? So the best part of the birthday is that you were born. Very cool. And what are you going to do today on your birthday? Well, Besides go to Mass here. You're going to celebrate. Okay, and what do you like to do to celebrate? Opening presents, having cake, and playing. That's a pretty good plan. Thank you very much. Stay close because I'm going to put you to work in a couple minutes. You also got to get to work on your birthday. I'm, I'm that kind of a bad boss. <laughs> Have a seat. And happy birthday. Thanks. Not everybody gets applause on their birthday. It is important not to lose sight of the simple beauty and the simple joy of life as we celebrate a feast like we mark today. We celebrate literally the birth, the birthday of our Blessed Lady. And we do that noting that there is a certain joy that should mark our gathering a certain festivity. That's why it is just so remarkably beautiful that we have an actual other birthday and a young lady on top of it um, on this day where we celebrate the coming to birth of Our Lady. And as young Sarah pointed out, the best part of a birthday is we're thankful for the goodness of having been born in the first place. How easy it is to forget that. How easy it is to lose our consciousness of the fact that life is beautiful in its coming to be. That life is beautiful in its origin. And that the first gift that anyone receives on the occasion of a birthday is the gift of having been born in the first place. Life is not a right, it's a gift. And it's a gift that must be received. And the beautiful, beautiful thing about a day like this, which is one of only 
three birthdays that the church celebrates. Now, isn't that interesting? Of all of the holy men and women who have been born through the ages, we in the church make it a point to celebrate three. The birth of Our Lady, which we celebrate today. And obviously, on December 25th, we celebrate the birth of... Christ. The birth of Christ. That's right. She's, God, you got your A game today. <laughs> and just last June, we celebrated the birth of St. John the Baptist. Consider that. Only three. We don't celebrate the birth of David the king. We don't celebrate the birth of Abraham, the patriarch. We don't celebrate the birth of Moses, the birth of St. Peter, or the birth of St. Joseph. But we celebrate the birth of Our Lady. And we celebrate these three birthdays in the church because of the intimate relationship they have with our salvation. Obviously, the birth of Jesus is the birth of the Savior. The birth of John the Baptist is the one who announces the presence of the Savior. And then there's the birth of Mary, through whom salvation comes to the world. And I am willing to bet, Sarah, that on the day you were born, other than God himself, the happiest person that day was your mom. And one of the great things about birthdays and being born is the joy that comes into our families and a joy that comes into the world and a joy that comes even into the heart of God, who gave you life and has delighted that you show the world your face for the first time. And so it was some 2,000 years ago. On this day, a little girl is born into the world. Physically, she's tiny. She's small. She's fragile. But on this day, some 2,000 years ago, this little girl opened her eyes and for the very first time since the creation of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, eyes opened in the world and looked on it and there was no sin in that sight or in that vision. Eyes that saw from goodness and that looked first for goodness. And that little girl smiled for the first time, a sinless smile, a guilt-free smile, a smile filled with the pure joy of simply being alive. And that smile turned toward heaven. And heaven smiled back. The angels themselves rejoiced at the birth of this pure little girl. So tiny, so fragile, so small, and yet so unspeakably great. Because in this tiny little girl is a purity greater than any that existed on earth. A holiness and a capacity for virtue greater than this world had seen.
How absolutely wondrous. Heaven looked out and saw not a tiny child, but one already great and one destined for even greater things. The very essence of celebrating the birth of a child and the joy in the family is our hope for the future of the child. And I don't doubt that your mom has some big hopes for you. And that as she thinks of those hopes and those dreams for you, Sarah, there's a certain joy in her heart, anticipating how good those things can be for you. And so it was that as this little girl is born, there are hopes. Hopes not just that her mother and father have for her, but the hope of her entire people. And imagine that. This little one is born, and her birth looks forward to that day when the deepest and most ancient longings of the human heart will be fulfilled and will be satisfied. And as we look at this little girl today on the feast of her birth, we see that her birth, and the joy that her coming into the world gives to both earth and heaven is the anticipation of an even greater joy. Because from her will come, as we heard, the Son of Justice, Christ our God. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> Do you know what direction the sun comes from in the morning when it comes up? No? Well, I'll tell you. The sun rises in the east. But before the sun comes up, is it light or dark? Dark. It's dark. And as the sun gets close, does it get darker or does it get lighter? Lighter. It gets lighter. Very good. Imagine this. Imagine the night has grown very long. And the darkness has been deep. And it's hard to find our way. And there's been no light. And the heart grows sluggish, grows tired, and is burdened. And we long for day and for sunlight. But it doesn't come. And imagine waiting through a long night, just to see a glimpse of sun, a glimpse of light, to be able to move freely, to feel its warmth because the night is cold. And all of a sudden, from without warning, one looks out into that darkness, into that horizon which hasn't seen sun in a very long time, and suddenly there's a hint of light. The first glow, the first blush of morning. The sun hasn't come up yet, but looking to the east, there's light. And that light, it's not the full light of the sun, but when we see that first light that breaks out of the darkness, 
the heart already begins to rejoice and feel warmth because it knows what must happen next. Because following that first blush of light, the sun must come. And that first light of dawn, bringing a note of real joy, of real goodness to the world and to hearts that have known only darkness is what we celebrate today. Note how wonderful that is. This is why that marvelous old hymn begins with Mary the dawn, Christ the perfect day. But before you can move into day, you have to engage the dawn. See the dawn. Meet the dawn. And on this day, we celebrate the dawning of salvation. Mary, no, she is not the Savior. But her birth heralds that his birth is near. Her holiness, her purity, her goodness is the joyful anticipation of the divinely great holiness and goodness of Jesus. And just as the sun follows the light of dawn, so it is that Jesus is pleased for his light to come into the world through the dawn of Our Lady, the bright dawn of her goodness. And beautifully then on this day, in addition to Sarah's birthday and Mary's birthday, we also look ahead to another birthday, which we celebrate on Christmas. Because Mary's birthday is what gets the world ready for his. How absolutely marvelous. Because the original present on your birthday, Sarah, was not just that you were born and you got life, but you were a present that God gave to your mom. And so it is on this day that we celebrate the great gift that heaven gives to earth in this little girl, our little sister, Mary, who is also our mother. How absolutely marvelous. And so the heart should rejoice today. The heart should sing for joy today. Because on this day we celebrate she who is the cause of our joy. What a beautiful title of Our Lady. One that we seldom reflect upon, one that we seldom use anymore. But on this day, there is no more fitting title. Holy Mary, cause of our joy. And having said all of that, my young friend, it's time to put you to work. Are you ready? Come, come with me. Come with me. Ted, would you bring the thurible and the incense? And just wait right here. Because we're going to ask Almighty God's blessing on this beautiful image of the infant, duly born Virgin Mary, the Maria Bambina. Those of you from Italian families are familiar with the custom of the Jesu Bambino? We got the Maria Bambina with us today. 
And just like the placing of the infant in the manger on Christmas Day is a cause of no small joy, so here, gathering in front of the image of this infant is a cause of no small joy. Now watch what I do, okay? Now come here. Hold this. Maybe your mom can help you. All right. Stand in front of Our Lady and swing, okay? And just keep swinging. Don't burn yourself and don't burn anybody else. Please stand. Let us glorify our Savior who chose to be born of the Virgin Mary. Savior of the world, by your redeeming power, you preserved your mother from every stain of sin. Keep watch over us that we may not sin. We pray to the Lord. Our Lord and Redeemer, you dwelt within the Immaculate Virgin Mary and made her the sanctuary of the Holy Spirit. Make us temples of the same Holy Spirit forever. We pray to the Lord. Christ our priest, your mother stood at the foot of the cross. Grant through her intercession that we may rejoice to share in your passion. We pray to the Lord. King of kings, you lifted up your mother, body and soul, into heaven. Help us to fix our thoughts and our hearts on the things above. We pray to the Lord. Lord of heaven and earth, you crowned Mary and set her at your right hand as queen. Make us worthy to share also in this glory. We pray to the Lord. Lord God, we acknowledge your infinite glory and the abundance of your gifts. Before the foundation of the world, you appointed Christ the beginning and end of all things. You chose the Blessed Virgin Mary as the mother and companion of your Son, the image and model of your Church, the mother and advocate of us all. She is the new Eve through whom you restored what the first Eve had lost. She is the daughter of Zion, who echoed in her heart the longings of the patriarchs and the hopes of Israel. She is the poor and lowly servant who trusted solely in her Lord. In the fullness of time, she was delivered of the Son of Justice, the dayspring from on high, your Son, Jesus Christ. In her flesh, she was his mother. In her person, his disciple. In her love, his servant, Father, May your children who have provided this image of Our Lady know her protection and trace in their hearts the pattern of her holiness. Bless them with faith and hope, love and humility. Bless them with strength and hardship and self-respect and poverty. 
Bless them with patience and adversity and kind-heartedness in times of plenty. May they search for peace, strive for justice, and realize your love as they pursue their journey through life toward your heavenly city, where the Blessed Virgin Mary intercedes as mother and reigns as queen through Christ our Lord. 